welcome to the Design of Communication podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Keeling, and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech, or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights, and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. On today's episode, I'm going to be discussing one of the most difficult areas in communication, learning how to find your voice and speak up with confidence. I've worked with thousands of students from all over the world, from lead designers in the top of their fields to young professionals who are just starting their careers. And one thing they all mention is their confidence or lack of confidence. Confidence in speaking up, communicating with colleagues, stakeholders, delivering presentations to acing their job interviews. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, when I was younger, I was so shy, I couldn't speak up. As a teenager, I wouldn't even answer the phone in my house if I didn't know the caller. But I didn't want that fear to take over, so I worked on it a lot. I was able to build up my confidence to eventually teach in front of a classroom then present in front of hundreds of people and even deliver online conferences to thousands of people. I even worked in a call centre, taking more than 70 calls a day from strangers, which was my biggest fear as a teenager. Now I'm a communication coach and I've helped many design professionals build their confidence. Today, I will be sharing some areas you can focus on to feel more confident. In particular, how to speak with clarity. Before looking at that, I have to ask you, do you ever find yourself doing any of the following? Do you find yourself swallowing words at the end of phrases? Now, this would be when you start strong, but your words just join together and then they no longer make sense so it sounds like you mumble and perhaps slur your words or do you use filler words so for example mm, um so you might say like kind of sort of actually the thing is mm, so you know i mean and stuff like that or Do you find you speak quickly and race through your words, giving the impression of wanting to get things over and done with so you can run in the other direction, perhaps? Now, if you answered yes to any of these, it may be that when you speak, your receiver does not fully understand you. But additionally, they may not hold what you say in a high regard, even if you're delivering an important message. Let's look at some of these issues more in depth. Now, the first question I asked you was relating to swallowing words. We're all aware by now 
that it's not always what you say, but how you say it that counts. You may find yourself not speaking clearly and pronouncing every word because English isn't your first language. You are actually using different muscles. When I first learned Spanish, I would get jawache after the speaking classes. However, it can also happen to native speakers, and this could be because you're nervous. If that's the case, an important aspect to remember is your posture. So being aware of your body language and stand with your arms comfortably at your sides. This can help communication flow more smoothly. When you speak up, you definitely don't want to swallow your words or sound lazy in your speech. You want to be articulate and speak with confidence. To do that, you will stress the most important aspects, but still say words clearly. Now, I've been told many times by English learners that it sounds to them that English speakers swallow their words. And I have to agree with them. In everyday speech, you may hear parts of a sentence disappear. If you articulate every single sound in a sentence, it can be very time consuming. Sometimes speakers may drop the consonant sounds at the end of words. This is similar to swallowing their words. So in English, we link words and connect the sentences to make them flow. For example, instead of saying mind, it will sound like mine. I don't mind would sound like I don't mind. I don't mind. Now, English speakers will not pronounce every single letter like I just did with I don't mind. Because if we did, we would sound like robots. So one thing we can learn is linking. We can learn to link one word to the next. And that way you're not trying to hit every single sound. Linking is when we join a word that ends usually in a consonant to the following word if it begins with a vowel. So I'm going to give you some examples and you can practice along with me. The first one we have is want it. Want it would become want it, want it. But our, but our would become but our. And then was a, was a becomes was a. Was a. And then I am a UX designer would sound like I am a UX designer. I am a, I am a UX designer. As you can see, they link together. Now, my suggestion for you is before you have to deliver a spoken message, it could be in an interview or if you're giving a presentation, or perhaps you just want to practice because you want to speak more clearly. You can practice reading aloud and focus on pausing. Read slowly the first few times and evaluate which are the words that are the most important and where do you need to pause? You could highlight those, those areas. 
Once you understand that, you will be able to read better. And once you read better, you will speak faster and more fluently without swallowing your words. It's even better if you can record yourself doing this and even better if you can get someone to check that for you, perhaps a coach or a close friend. The second aspect we looked at was filler words. Fillers are the noises we make and we all have noises that we make while we're thinking of what to say next. But typically you would want to avoid saying mmm, ah, too much, especially with business English. You want to sound more confident and it communicates doubt. You may be an expert in your field, but that doesn't come across if your speech is filled with these fillers. Sadly, they are credibility killers and they will make you sound bad. If you can't think of what you're going to say next, take a deep breath. And when you do speak, it will be more of an impact. So my first suggestion is to start strong. When you're asked a question, take a pause. Think of your answer. Now, like I said, it's typical to use these, so you can't completely diminish them. But if I asked you, what do you do for a living? What is your job? And you responded, I like work for a um, startup um, and um, I'm a senior product designer, right? It's really distracting for your listener, but it is common in everyday conversation, especially when people are nervous, they show up. And usually when confident communication is the most important, so in, jo in a job interview, or if you're delivering a presentation. Now you must be asking, but Gemma, what can I do? Well, reduction should be your goal. And the first thing is your awareness. Now, if you go back to the previous task, I said about recording yourself. Record yourself and play back those recordings and listen for those fillers. If you're counting three, five, maybe 10, then you need to really focus on them and take time to focus on them. It can really make a difference about how you succeed and how you're portrayed. When others respect what you're saying, I'm pretty sure that you will start to feel even more confident too. Now, speaking quickly and racing through your words, that was the, the third area that I asked you about. If you're trying to convey excitement, speaking a little faster is natural, whether you're a fast talker or not. What isn't natural, however, is speeding through your entire presentation or your answer, which can show a lack of confidence and also nervousness. When you rush your words, you also tumble over them and then it happens that you might use more filler words and you swallow your words too, which like we said, we want to avoid doing. That lack of enunciation of pronouncing the words can make it difficult for the audience to understand your message. So here's what I suggest to do. 
it may be obvious, but slow down. You can reduce your pace when you discuss the most important aspects. So again, I suggest writing down what you want to say and then go over that. Notice the areas that are the most important that are essential for your listeners to know. This is where you want to slow down, especially if it's a complicated message. Slowing down can help with storytelling and make it more interesting and dynamic. Now, secondly, it's knowing when to speed up. There are times when it can be okay to speak a little faster. So if there's an urgent call to action or you want to add more excitement to your speech, then it's okay to do that. But it's being aware of when it's appropriate to do that. Now, if you know your message and your intention is clear, you can slow down when making clearer statements as this will make you sound more confident and others are more likely to listen to what you're saying. An example of a clear statement would be, here are three things that I want you to remember from today's presentation. Or the purpose of this meeting is to discuss our new branding. When you're clear, you will not race through your words, you will reduce the ums and ahs, and also you won't swallow the words. It is difficult to follow people when they speak too quickly, and speaking quickly makes them sound nervous. You don't want to sound nervous, do you? Successful business English is all about clarity. Speaking at a comfortable pace will make you sound confident and clear. Now, finally, this is my top tip and probably your most important tool in communication. Know your message. You need to know what you want to say and why. When you clearly understand the purpose and the intent of your message, you will have confidence and clarity in your communication. When you know who you're communicating to and the purpose, why, you will be able to communicate with clarity. Another thing is to consider any barriers you may encounter. Now this could be some cultural differences or it could be some situational differences or circumstances. Ask yourself, what is the outcome you want to achieve and the impression that you want to leave? To recap, here is what you can do to become a more confident communicator. You can write these down. <laughs> Number one, consider how you will say it. Stress the most important aspects but still say the words clearly. Another thing is, if you do make a mistake, that's okay. Using filler words is a part of natural speech. We do this. However, the first step is awareness. When you're searching for something to say, to fill the silence, it's better to be quiet, to pause, take a deep breath. And then when you speak, you can speak with clarity and intention. And thirdly, pace yourself. Use short sentences and statements to make yourself sound more confident and clear. Confident in what you're saying. 
You have to believe in what you're saying. And when you do that, others are more likely to listen. And finally, be clear in your message. Think about these two questions. What are the essential aspects that you're trying to get across? And why are you communicating? What's the purpose? If you stick to those, you'll be just fine. All right, my lovely friends, have a wonderful day. I hope this has helped and that you found it valuable. Remember, it takes practice, but I believe in you. And I will see you in the next episode. You've got this. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Design of Communication. If you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to The Design of Communication podcast, then please follow us on Spotify, Google and Apple podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit. Any questions you might have, feel free to send them my way. I love hearing from you. Thank you so much. See you next week.